0: incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, I'm so excited that you're here today because we are talking about a topic that I could honestly rant about all day long because I think it's so important, especially if we're in the same age range or stage of life. And it is the timeline and the shoulds that are associated with our stage of life. So for example, think about it. In your early 20s, your coworkers, your family members, people that you know, society in general says, oh, you're in your 20s. Don't even worry about it. The world's your oyster. You've got all the time in the world. And then you hit this weird age, like maybe it's 27 or 28. I'm 29 now. But you start getting Different questions, especially when you scoot on into your 30s. My girlfriends in their 30s are telling me this all the time, which is the question Are you getting married yet? Shouldn't you be thinking about that? If you're in a relationship, you know me and you hear me loud and clear. If you're single, oh, honey, aren't you worried about finding your guy or finding your person? Should you be on match.com? Why aren't you trying online dating? You know, your cousin, she tried online dating and it worked for her, right? If you're single, you're probably viciously nodding your head. Or maybe it's you aren't married. Well, shouldn't you be thinking about buying a house and your long term saving? What's your long term plan? Or a question that I really love you know, Keisha, those eggs of yours, they're not getting any younger, right? Okay, most people don't talk about my eggs, but you catch my drift. It is real. And while we can preach all day long, quote unquote, do you screw the damn checklist of you should be doing X, Y, Z by blank age that society pushes on us. In reality, these issues, these conversations are real issues and conversations going on in a lot of women's heads, maybe in yours. And honestly... I don't feel as bogged down by these questions as I used to because of the focus on becoming really self-aware of what triggers me to feel weird about these questions. But I do think about it a lot because it's so prevalent in our age range stage of life. I get a lot of messages on Instagram about this. So let's just call them out. Here's the questions. How old is quote unquote too old to have kids? What about if you have this perfect plan in your head of your kids being, you know, these certain ages in between them, right? Like Billy Bob, whatever, is XYZ age years old and his little sister Sally Sue is two years younger and it has to look like that because that's what you have envisioned or that's how you grew up, you know, since you're 12 and you have planned your whole family, that's what it looked like and you're really uncomfortable with the fact that it's not working out that way. Or what about if you have this whole plan in your head and you find out that you can't have kids or you have this crazy infertility journey to get to those kids and you're doubting it and you're in it right now. Because honestly, I did not even realize until the last year or so when I started talking with more women that are really honest with me about their infertility journeys or stage of life, you know, scary feelings associated with that stage of life, that this is a real problem. Right? This is a real issue. Shelly Metling was on the podcast a couple weeks ago and she talked about how at 28 years old, she had four miscarriages. And I'll be honest with you. While I was listening to her, I was thinking that could be me. That could be an issue that I might deal with that I haven't even thought about. That might be an issue that someone that I'm close to might deal with that I haven't planned for. Right? But here's the flip side. What about if you don't want kids, right? Or like me, I definitely want to have kids one day. And I questioned if something was quote unquote wrong with me when I would see a baby and think that the baby is really cute. But a lot of my girlfriends would say this weird thing like, oh, Case, don't your ovaries like get so excited about a baby. And I'm like, uh, no, they don't. I'm really excited that the baby's cute. And then I give it back to the mom. Is that weird? Right? It's so interesting to be our age range or stage of life as women because you're also maybe thinking about what if you love your job and your career path and you also can visualize being a mom, but you don't know what that will look like, right? Or maybe you've never seen an example of a mom who has a growing crazy career that they love and they're doing both or this whole concept of women in our society that I can just not get behind where women bash other women's life choices. And they say things like, oh, she's quote unquote, just a stay at home mom. Are you kidding me? She's keeping humans alive. She's a unicorn, right? But then On the flip side, those people who are stay-at-home moms that want to bash the women that want to work in the corporate world and build a career that they care about or a business that they care about, and they say that they don't care as much about their kids because they have a nanny involved or because they're not you know, picking them up to and from school because they have a career path that they're pursuing, that's not right either, right? One more thing, the marriage timeline. Is it weird to you? That I'm totally fine right now with the fact that I'm in a 10-year relationship and I'm not married, even though I still believe and definitely want to get married, right? People ask the question, what does it take to stay married? And I honestly think that's one of the weirdest questions that you can ask because to me, it seems pretty obvious. If you want to stay married, you just don't get divorced. I think the real question, what does it take to stay happily married? That's what I'm so much more concerned with. And honestly, the girl that maybe you are or in your life that has this timeline of I have to be married by 30, doesn't she really mean that she wants to get married by 30 for whatever reason, but she also wants to stay married. She wants to stay married for forever. So wouldn't it be more advantageous that she takes this time and she figures out who the hell she is so that she can make sure that she marries the right person so she's not divorced by 40 and married at 30? That's what she really wants, right? So why are we pushing her to get married? Have you ever thought about it that way? And honestly, all of these questions can extremely overwhelm us if we choose to let them. So for me, I simply had to apply some logic before I went emotionally crazy um, and had to add some perspective. But I just want you to know before I go into a couple of things that I've thought about, you're not crazy. Neither is your sister, neither is your friend, neither is your coworker if she's thinking these things, but send her this episode if this helps you at all. Here's three things that I know for absolute certain because this podcast is all about taking action and having resources to build lives that we love. So I don't want to just talk about the issue. I want to tell you a couple of things that have helped me overcome the feelings associated with this stage of life. Number one, 99% of the time, what we worry about is not actually going to happen. If you don't believe me, think about when you were worried about something less and it didn't actually come true. Just like we can look for evidence to prove something correct, right? We talk a lot about on this podcast about self-confirming bias, where you decide something and then your brain looks for evidence to support that decision to keep you safe. Well... On the flip side, we can also use that to our advantage to look for evidence that disproves our statement, right? I bet if you were to take two minutes today and jot down all of the things that you've worried about in this past week, month, year, whatever it may be, and show yourself that you were in fact wrong, those things didn't actually happen. I bet you that would help you trust your gut more and maybe worry less and maybe decrease your anxiety about your stage of life because there's so many things that we can't control. The only thing we can control is our thoughts and how we react. So number one, 99% of the time what we worry about is not even actually going to happen. Number two, you are not given a vision for your life or that feeling in your gut that is not yours to have. I cannot remember what like I cannot even remember time in my life that I did not have this gut feeling that I was supposed to make massive impact. And I'll tell you, I thought it was crazy. I cried often about this gut feeling that I did not know what the hell I was gonna do, but I had this gut feeling that I wanted to make a massive impact. And I think that I've just started scratching the surface on what I want to do here. And maybe you get that, girl. Maybe you don't know how you will get there. I ask myself that question often. Maybe you don't know what you need to get there or when it will happen, things I also ask myself. But if you show up to life as authentically as you can and you say yes to random things that excite you or pull at your heartstrings, the universe or God or whatever you believe in will help you get there. This I know for sure. So just like you are given a vision, we have to remember, so is your sister, your friend, your coworker, your neighbor. So why in the world would we ever shame another woman for their vision if it's different than ours? And why would we ever worry about what they think about our vision if that was not the vision that they were given in their gut? For example, there's honestly, I'm I'm going to just say that there is no amount of money that you could pay me in a salary form to go back to an office, put on nylons and a pencil skirt and work for someone else. A statement I would have never made four years ago because I actually love my career path. But since I've been my own boss, I, I can't visualize any salary that would make me work for someone else because I value so greatly the freedom of choice in planning my day. But how completely insane would it be for me to say that everyone should be an entrepreneur? There is so much roller coaster, the highest highs and the lowest lows in the exact same day, sometimes same hour as an entrepreneur. And I love that roller coaster. I love figuring out how to get myself in the mindset to continue moving forward. But I would never assume that everyone should have that path. And hello, our economy. We have to have people that want to work in the corporate world or work for someone else. I'm grateful that not everyone wants to be an entrepreneur because how the hell would we survive? Right? The point is, every single person has a different vision a different gut feeling of what their dream life looks like and feels like and the things that they're willing to do to build a life that they're excited about. And it's different than yours, period, point blank. Their ambition is different than yours. Their resiliency is different than yours. Their work ethic is different than yours, right? All of that is so different. So just like we sometimes hold ourselves back because of other people's opinions of us, we have to remember A lot of people aren't even thinking about you, right? Or me. They're thinking about themselves and their vision. So why do we care? And why do we want to disprove another person's path? Because truth of the matter is, if you love your own path and you feel so damn good about being you and showing up authentically every single day, you don't have the energy, time, bandwidth to disprove another person's path because you just don't care. It's not that I don't care what people think. I definitely do. I'm a crier through and through, but I care what I think most. Point blank, end of story, right? So, what I know for certain 99% of the time, what we worry about isn't actually going to happen. And number two, we are given a vision in our gut that is ours. So, we cannot shame another person's vision because it's different than ours. We should expect that people have differences. That's what makes life so damn beautiful. And number three, the final one. Along the way, there are things that are going to go wrong, but they aren't likely the things that we're even planning for. And the things that we aren't thinking about are likely going to come up, right? In fact, they probably will be some random curveball that you never expected that is going to throw you off your tracks. That's okay, because we get to commit to growing through what we go through. I talk about this often on the podcast. We get to create the meaning. We get to learn. We get to evolve. We get to expect that things won't go our way and decide that we're a hell of a lot more concerned about the person that we're becoming in pursuit of the goal than the actual goal itself. So why not make the most of every single day and throw the damn shoulds and the timeline that you've created for yourself and honestly, girl, for others out the damn window. What should you be doing? I can't answer that for you. But saying yes to things that tug at your heartstrings and make you excited and saying no to things that aren't a hell yes to leave more space for you to dream and create and do the things that you want to do that light you up so you aren't just planning your life away with things that only bring you moderate joy when you could have an amazing, abundant, excited life that you are so damn pumped about. Don't be the only thing standing in your way. Remind yourself all the time. Like I've got to remind myself too, girl, we are in this together. The energy that you waste, the bandwidth that you spend thinking about what other people are thinking about, what you are doing, if they approve or disapprove of you and your timeline and your choices could instead be used to build a life that you're really damn obsessed with. The choice is yours, just like the choice is mine every single day. So in case you need this reminder, girl, like I so do from time to time, like I said, we are in this together. It might not work out the way you planned. In fact, it probably won't. But maybe, just maybe, if you get out of your own damn way of this crazy timeline we're trying to put on ourselves that is so unnecessary, maybe it will be better can't wait to hear what you think of this episode. Please tag me in your Instagram stories. I love to hear your takeaways. Tell your girlfriends, text it to a girlfriend that you think could hear this and really resonate with the message. Thank you for being here. I love you. I appreciate you. And I will talk to you soon, girl. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I would so appreciate it if you share with your girlfriends or better yet, post it on Instagram stories and tag me. Then I can personally say thank you for helping me get this message out there. And if you didn't vibe with it, just keep that to yourself. I'm kind of new here. Still trying to figure it all out. Talk to you soon, girl.